with animals, what I've seen as well with how they cope with death, disease, death, you know, what happens to the cycle of an animal. And I've come to realise, like, as humans, we don't like letting go. We don't like giving up and allowing that cycle to end, like, as gracefully as animals do. So that's one of the biggest lessons they've taught me about letting that cycle end because the next one can't begin if you don't let go. So our days and our moments, you know, when we're present in them, are just the days endless when you're in each one and you let that cycle keep going through every moment and through each chunk of time. It's fascinating. Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast. Nurses are the backbone of healthcare always there to care for strangers as if they were one of their own, often forsaking special moments with their own family in order to ensure another's loved one is being cared for. As nurses, self-care is essential. I am Elena Mullery, nurse educator and self-care mentor for nurses. I'm an RN with 20 years of clinical experience. I have first-hand experience of stress and burnout. It was this experience which led me to develop a passion for personal development and pursue the study of mindfulness, meditation, hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming. Each episode, I will be promoting self-care strategies to those who always care for others. I have broken self-care down into five aspects, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual and indulgence to make it easy to ensure all your self-care needs are being met. Each episode, I will interview nurses and self-care gurus from around the world to help you with each aspect of your self-care. Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast with Elena Mullery. Hi everyone, it's Elena here from the Happy Nurse. Today I've got the lovely Joe Courtney joining me of Inner Synergy. How are you today, Joe? I'm really good thank you how are you Elena yeah really good thanks it's so awesome to have you here and I'll just tell everyone about what it is that you do I'm absolutely fascinated by what you do Joe works with horses and with nature Um, she sees animals and nature as her teachers and they've shown her what it is to be truly here on earth connected and present She offers their simple teachings through her new books, the Gateway series, and through group and training experiences alongside the horses. Jo works with visionaries and pioneers who will pass down these teachings to others as we awaken to a new and advanced consciousness on our planet that will see us moving away from the stress cycles of time, pressure and control and see us reconnecting to ourselves and moving along with the natural cycles of nature. Welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me here, Elaine. And thank you for coming on. I just, I love your work and what you do and how you connect it back to nature with the horses. I never really understood it until I, I saw you doing a webinar with Andrew Lundy, and it all the penny dropped. It all made so much sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting one to try and explain. I have to say, yeah, yeah. But it is true. Animals are very aware of the, the kind of the vibes we're putting out towards them and they mm. respond to us accordingly, don't they? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. They are the biggest teachers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so 
As you know, I'm all about promoting self-care strategies to nurses and healthcare professionals. When I'm working with the nurses, I speak about having a non-negotiable in self-care, something that we try to achieve every single day. What would be your non-negotiable? My non-negotiable is, again, what the animals have taught me, is to be present, literally, not just occasionally through the day it's every moment and it's taken me a while <laughs> to get here but I do the best I can every day and I'm I'm pretty much present through the day but I don't have a job like a nurse and I've been trying to <laughs> as the healthcare professionals so I've been trying to put myself in their shoes and take me back to the days when I used to run around and how I would fare doing their job but my non-negotiable is that I want to be here in every moment because most of my life wasn't. So that's my non-negotiable. Yeah, that's awesome, because I've spent a lot of my life not being present too. And once you can get yourself into that state, it's yeah, it's a completely different way to live, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, there's so much more. <laughs> yeah, so much more. you don't feel so scattered everywhere. I think that's the easiest way I can yeah. describe it. Well, you miss it all. It's it, had interesting times lately where I think I'm experiencing a little bit of that again. And I'm writing about it again, actually. And I remember those days where they, I just used to literally wake up and then go to bed. And it's like, where did the day go? And even if that happens, I did it in the shower the other day. And I thought, I miss my shower. I, I, I love my shower. Like I feel the water, I feel the temperature and I enjoy some music. And I got out of the shower and I'd been thinking about something. I thought, oh. I've literally missed my shower. And I was really quite upset. <laughs> so it's, it's not the world's problems, but it's that, to me, I don't want to miss a moment anymore because you miss so much in that moment. That's what I've come to see. Yeah, definitely. And I know what you mean about the shower. Some mornings I'll shampoo my hair twice because I think, did I actually do it? <laughs> did I do it? <laughs> so busy thinking about what I've got to do when I get out of the shower. It's so true. You're so yes. See, it's a waste of shampoo not being present, isn't it? <laughs> if anything else, don't waste the shampoo. Hey? Don't waste the shampoo. Or you get cleaner hair, maybe. You just get cleaner yeah. hair. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I created a model of self care that breaks it down into five aspects. So these look at the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and indulgent parts of our self-care. What is your indulgent self-care? What do you do for indulgence? Well, when uh, you let me know we were going to be talking about this, I thought it was, I thought it was a really interesting question because, first of all, I thought what I used to feel was self-indulgent isn't anymore. I thought, ooh, maybe I don't have any self-care that, self that isn't indulgent enough. So you set me up a whole line of thinking because I've come from a place where I used to be so neat and OCD that if I was cold sitting on a sofa, I wouldn't even put a throw over me. It was that bad that I wouldn't even mess up my neat sofa and throw to, to make myself warm. And I can't imagine and remember really being that person, but your question took me back there because ah. now it's, I do, I balance my day by my self-care if I need a break I'll take it so I don't consider anything self-indulgent so I decided to look at it as what's the most fun part and I think it is when you're just busy and you go that's it I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch a film like even if it's in the middle of the day that to me is ooh, 
cup of tea, biscuit and a, and a film and like really nurture yourself. So that to me is enjoyably indulgent or the bubble bath. You, you've got to go back to the bubble bath. Haven't you? Yeah. You've got a lot of candles. Bath. Yeah. That's, that's still indulgent. I like that. Yes. Oils, Epsom salt. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's all of it. All of it. it goes in my bath. <laughs> yes. And a drink of something. See, I'm not into bubbles, but I'm into uh, not in champagne bubbles, but I'd have a cup of tea. I'm that sad in my hot bath. No, whatever yeah, that'll do me. makes you happy. That's why I always say, like, indulgent self-care is whatever brings you joy and lights you up. It's not, it doesn't have Absolutely. to be trips to the spa or getting your hair done or that, like a lot of people think it is. So yeah, no, you true. have indulgence every day. And as she said, it's putting a movie on and curling up with a cup of tea or losing yourself mm. in a book for a couple of hours. That's what I say too. You know, it does. And at the moment, we can't go and do these luxurious indulgent things so it is good to know the alternatives yes diy at home at the moment isn't it yeah, yeah. it is totally my son even painted my toenails you should see the mess of them. <laughs> it's just as well i'm wearing closed-toed shoes because it's winter here in australia anyway kudos that he did it though that's quite impressive that you got <laughs> no, bless him. He's like, that he wanted to do it. yeah well it's mother's day tomorrow that's why um, oh, happy Mother's Day in advance. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if you enjoy meditating or you would like to give meditation a try, why not head on over to happynurse.com.au forward slash meditation to download my free guided meditation for stress and anxiety relief. It's 12 minutes of pure self-care. I speak about being the best version of yourself as well, because I believe as nurses, if we're turning up as the best versions of ourselves, we're delivering the best care to our patients. Who mm. or what inspires you to be the best version of yourself? There have been humans along the way. Uh, Louise Hay is the first one that always pops into my head. I love her story. And I really, really learned from her over the years, her books and who she is and the way she lived her life. But I have to say the, it goes to animals and nature. All my teachings have been through animals, even when I didn't know I was learning. But nature and animals, they are my biggest teachers and they just inspire me. I think if I've ever lost my way, I'll always either see an insect or an animal or some form of nature that inspires me to be more like the way they live in the cycles or the presence or how they deal with weather or the horses you know, with the fl flies and they, you know, cows and horses, how they do, have they patience to deal with horse flies around their eyes. And so I'm always inspired. It always comes back to that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it is, it's that cyclic nature of ourselves that we kind of forget about too, isn't it? We've all, we all Absolutely. go through that natural cycle in our lifetime. Yeah. Even you. Yeah, moment to moment even yeah if, yeah if, yeah i've been monitoring it for years and it's literally every moment is a beginning middle and an end and as humans i've and i've been guilty of this of it's we i think with humans i i it goes sorry i'm digressing but with animals what i've seen as well with how they cope with death disease death you know what happens to the cycle of an animal and I've come to realize like as humans we don't like letting go we don't like giving up and allowing that cycle to end like as gracefully as animals do. So that's one of the biggest lessons they've taught me about letting that cycle end because the next one can't begin if you don't let go. So yeah. our days and our moments, you know, when we're present in them, 
are just the days are endless when you're in each one and you let that cycle keep going through every moment and through each chunk of time it's fascinating yeah it is yeah it reminds me actually i heard the song yesterday i don't know if you you remember it. the band semisonic it says every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end and i love that lyric i think it's brilliant Ooh. i like that i've never heard of them but i like the lyrics i'll look that up i think it's beautiful think we're back in the 90s i'm not sure i'm maybe completely i bet i know the song yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know the name the of the band yeah yeah Cool lyrics. Yeah. They were great lyrics. 80s and 90s, very good lyrics were coming out then, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what expertise or advice would you share with all the healthcare professionals facing the current challenges and the climate that they're in at the moment to help them mm. with self-care? I've been thinking about this. I listened to um, Hedi from their Greatly Coaching her interview. So I just want to say, can we actually replay that bit in this bit? Because <laughs> <laughs> she had so many tips. That's everything I'd say. It was brilliant. She yeah, it was. She just gave so much. It really was. So if she's listening, it was amazing. So I started thinking about what could I offer as well. So I would say everything Hedi says, and if you haven't listened, please go back and listen. My one thing is always getting out in nature, but as Hadi very correctly said, we don't always have nature around us. And but even in the cities, there often seems to be a tree around if you're desperate. You know, I, whenever I'm in a city, I will always look for little patches of grass or trees. And so I think, um, again, when you just need those moments, I will always look at some sort of nature or animals. You know, people, there's always walking dogs. You know, even in the cities, people are walking dogs. Nature and animals, I've come to understand, they hold this specific frequency that help us to line back up with ourselves so just by looking at an animal if that works for you or nature just the colors just to sit stand look just to be with some element of nature or even the elements like rain can be really relaxing like on a window they can all bring you back to that equilibrium yeah. I was trying to think of how I would be, because I know a lot of healthcare workers, when you're on duty, if the day is spent rushing, like emergencies, you know, if you're in A&E, there's a lot of adrenaline that will rush up in the body, which you're reacting to certain cases. So I was thinking, for me, what I would say, if I'm giving tips out here, it would be vital that they do readjust after each case. I don't know if there's time, but to me, I think there should be time. Because, and if there isn't, because if workers, not even just healthcare workers, but any worker, if they're exhausted, even when they're actioning presently, then they're not completely readjusting or balancing the body in between or during. So if your workers have enough time to reboot and adjust and literally feel their feet on the floor, breathe, connect back with the body, whether that's with nature or whether that's indoors, then you'll get you'll have more energy through the day. But I think there's so many workers that are exhausted at the end of the day. And that means we are running on reserve energy, which means we're not connected to our presence and our bodies. Yeah, beautiful. I often speak about that. And I say, when you come out of one patient's room, I'm waving my pen around, sorry. You come out of one patient's room before you go into the next, just take a couple of breaths, like try and clear your mind and 
go into that next patient with that kind of fresh approach so you're not dragging what you've been doing in the previous room with you love that just so yeah it's like a segment isn't it like a pause in between i love that yeah 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 and i think it's very important and when we are dealing with these emergencies and this high pressure that fight or flight response is going the cortisol the adrenaline it's all flying through us so yeah getting out in nature after the shift even and just grounding ourselves because hospitals are so unnatural they're sterile they're white they're fluorescently lit there's nothing natural about it so you're so right it's very i remember you saying that in the interview yeah it's it's hard you well i suppose that's what i came up with because i thought that is the ideal if you can nature can help and heard he was coming up with again even looking on screen you could even look at something on your phone which i thought was a brilliant idea so i thought what would what do I do when I've got nothing around me to help me to do that? And what I found lately is one is the speed you're going at as well. When you've got this physical speed, you, your mind tends to go at the same speed, doesn't it? Yeah. So if you can, if you can be aware of that, literally just stop occasionally, like you say, in between patients and just stop. And even if you're walking, just check, can you just walk at a slower pace? Then bring your mind in with that. And I always find dropping eyes to the floor takes you out of that spin of the mind. Because I'm just thinking if you're in between patients, you're, you're probably thinking about what's happened. And if, if it's life and death and care, that you're bit dealing with big issues all the time, aren't you? So there's a lot to process and think about. So it's vital. And you want to take, again, your calm self, not only for you, into another patient's room. So yeah. I found definitely just stopping and feeling the feet on the floor, but actually dropping eyes to the floor almost quietens the whole body down. And you can do it in minutes, even without anything to aid you. So that's one thing I found, definitely. Yeah, that's so true. And I found that actually really beneficial, like following your your practice that you do in your private group. And when we close our eyes and we even intentionally focus down the way with our Mm. eyes shut, it does, it it gets you completely out of your head and back down body yeah it's very yeah. and really quickly isn't it it's it's surprising and i do yeah i do the challenge the 68 seconds and it's surprising how you can change literally the momentum of energy that's you know just by stopping and, and bring that momentum then into the next section of your work and even if you lose it you can always refocus or yeah. even i always use fo- i just sort of say f-o-c-u-s and i literally repeat it to stop myself thinking drop my eyes down and then you literally refocus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's simple. You need something simple, don't you, when you're really off the charts. Yeah, simple and quick and effective. <laughs> yeah. So that's my best one really. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. That's brilliant. Yeah. It does. It gets you right out of here and back into your body. Yeah. 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 Awesome. It stops that running on too long or on because sometimes I think people can go all day like that. So if you just even set an alarm on your phone to check in with yourself until you get better at it yourself, because it, everyone's at different levels with this. So yeah, it, it's just uh, the first thing is, is, is stopping, you know, even if you set an alarm three times a day, the body automatically is looking to be calmer three times every day more. And then the momentum will build up. So you will eventually naturally do that yourself without the alarm. Yeah, it's just that checking in with yourself, isn't it? And seeing yeah. where you're at and regathering your thoughts. It's so yeah. 
key. Very effective key. Yeah. Yeah. It stops us going down that slippery slope to to burnout, as I call it, and getting all caught up. Just so easily done, isn't it? It's. I think anywhere, and I I think at the moment we are more energetically sensing each other, and I def I I found that challenging. So I'm very. You know, I can feel everything. So it's that thing of my aim is to stay in my body. That's what I do for me each day. But it's getting harder and harder because we're all becoming more feeling, more energetic. So we've got to, we've not only got to learn this for ourselves, it's a prerequisite, I feel. Yeah. We've got to, we've got to get better at it because, again, if everyone is chaotic, especially in a hospital or health facility, you know, it, it, it takes the healthcare workers. They've got to set the pace. That's what the horses teach us, set the pace to bring everybody into that calmness instead of it, it literally gathering momentum in the other way. Yeah, I always say you need to offer yourself the same compassion that you so freely give to others. And that's what it comes back to. It's about offering yourself that same level of care that you're ensuring you're beautiful of. Absolutely. Even yeah. down to the basics, like making sure you're drinking enough water and you're going to the bathroom because you wouldn't deny your patient those things, but you would like ask nurses, we do it to ourselves all the time because we just get so caught up in what we're doing. Like I can do a 12 hour shift without going to the bathroom, which is probably oh. an overshare. But yeah, just because I get <laughs> so caught up in what I'm doing and I don't drink enough and I'll get home after like a, a 12 hour shift and be like, Oh, I haven't actually been to the bathroom since I got up this morning. Goodness, Elena. Yeah. That's, so, that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah, we all joke and say we've got nurses' bladders, but it's it's not really good for our health at the end of the day, is it? And the patients need you. That's the thing. If you're not standing, you know, who are they going to look to? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's It's got to start with you. But I think that automatically transfers to the patient as well, doesn't it? If you're yeah. doing it, and it's you're that sending thing. that person home with that. And it's turning up as that best version of yourself so that you can give the best level yeah. of cool yeah absolutely regular yeah. toilet breaks yeah, yeah. <laughs> indulgent regular toilet breaks <laughs> <laughs> part of my indulgent self-care i should set an alarm on my phone have you been to the bathroom yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly yes i'm not going to be thinking about that otherwise if you don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it shows the stress you're under and other health workers are under and but it also shows the level of care, which is incredible. And I've always seen that and felt that with, with nurses. And I always see them as very presently caring. But you're right, you know, but are they doing that for themselves? So they've got it off to pat. I think they do an incredible job. But yeah, are they doing it that incredibly to themselves? Which, you know, I'd, I'd like to hope so, because yeah, so they're right. amazing. And that's where happy nurses come from, because I recognise that we need to be offering ourselves the same care that we're giving to everyone else. Absolutely. We're naturally very giving, very kind of empathic people, and we can tend to put ourselves on the back burner. So, yeah, it's very important that we, we look after ourselves first. Yeah. Absolutely. Good job you're spreading this valuable message. Yeah, well, let's hope it gets out there. Hey. Yes. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been so lovely chatting to you. Oh, it's been lovely here. It's it's great to hear what you're doing. Thank you.
Oh, and thank you. I'm looking forward to reading these books when you get them published. Yes, working on them now. So it's, uh, yes, it's, um, it's been fun writing them. It's, it's everything going into them. So, and the, vo- and the animals' uh, voices speaking. And that's what I think we, we tend to listen to sometimes, don't we? The, uh, yeah. The animals, sometimes more than humans. So, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm enjoying writing them. Awesome. In the animals, we like they get us out in nature. We've all got pets, or if you've got a dog, and that dog then gets you out into the natural world, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, they seem to. They just. It was funny yesterday. I was outside um, um, doing some gardening, just thinking about some things, and it's interesting how the, there's some a few animals on the land that can just meander up to you when you're least expecting them, and they're a little bit like like nurses where they they come up to you and they, they're so compassionate. They just are just with you. They just give you that, that love just when you need it. So they're like little nurses themselves, aren't they? Animals? Oh, yeah. I've been seeing your beautiful lambs. Is that the ones at your house? They're just on the land. They've been moved at the moment, but yeah, I see so many passers by look at, they just do you good. Don't they? They make you smile. Yeah. I love when I go back to Scotland and stay at my dad's, he's got a field right next to the house that's full of highland cows and they come right up to the fence and put their heads over and you can pat them. And I just, I love waking up to the sound of them out in the field. It's awesome. And the grazing is when they, that's another thing to do. Like when you're trying to relax, if you listen to like, imagine a horse or a cow grazing. um, It's, it's just that rhythmic sound of like relaxing and it's like, it immediately calms you. Yeah. I so agree. And the smells, take yeah. it back there yeah yeah it's awesome I love going back to my yeah. dad's and being out in the country it's good yeah absolutely <laughs> anyway thank you again yes time is up yeah, yeah. Oh, I've loved being here thanks Elena thank no you. worries thank you I will wish you all a lovely weekend those of you who are working try and get some rest as much as you can and I'll see you all next time thanks guys Thanks, Elena. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Happy Nurse Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's content and would like to join the Happy Nurse community, head over to Facebook and check out the Happy Nurse AU Facebook page and request to join the Happy Nurse community. Also, check out happynurse.com.au for access to free downloads and subscription to my blog. See you soon. And in the meantime, remember to always offer yourself the same compassion that you so freely give to others.